We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Well, we're back. Um... It feels like a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. And I feel like it, it happens like this when we record early in the week, one week, and then record late in the week, the next week, you know? Yeah. And and I kind of feel like because we, we've had three guests on in a row where we don't, we just kind of talk to the guest and there's not like we're talking about stuff in the news. So it feels yeah. like there's like all these things that kind of pile up that we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> yeah, because we end up not talking about the news with the guests, even though that's why we have them come on so we can talk about the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And get a yeah. different perspective. Yeah. I don't yeah, yeah. You, you know, that's kind of the thing where we were we were like a current where we were just doing random topics for a while with like you, me, and Jared. And then it kind of moved to current events because everything was going crazy with current events. And then we just kind of stuck with current events. But then when we have guests on, we just like bullshit about what we want to with the certain guests that we have on. <laughs> yeah, it could be literally about nothing in the news. And we'll spend hours talking about football or yeah. <laughs> I don't know, something, something think, else, something random. I think with Cole, we we talked about a lot of sports for a while. <laughs> yeah, we do that. Yeah. 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 And but, you know, shout out to the Tower Gang guys on Tim Cast. They were fucking, um, you know, the midget and Reed. They were they were out there on Tim Cast showing up and um, no way Jose looked good on there. You know, he's he, yeah. he's saying he's he's getting back in shape. All the Tower Gang guys, maybe besides Toad, they're all uh, seems like they're all into the workout thing right now. Cole's getting big. He looks yeah, good. Can't wait to see him on t- on uh, Tim Cast. That's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah, yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool that it, they're on Tim Cast. But it just goes to show that if I you want to go on Tim Cast, if you want to go on Tim Cast, you got to come on this show first because we're the fucking yeah. gatekeepers to that shit. We are the, the libertarian. Yeah, we're the libertarian gatekeepers to <laughs> Tim Cast. Like you know, some right wing dude, like they'll get they can get on there or left wing person. But if you yeah. if you're a libertarian and you need to get on Tim Cast, you got to come here first. And yeah, because even if you go on Dave Smith, it's not a guarantee. But almost everybody that's in the podcast game or making their rounds in the libertarian podcast circles, mm-hmm. if they want to go on Tim Cast, they've always come on our show first. We've had Reed, we've had Jose, we've had Cole, Lynn. we've had Control Pew. We've had um, Carrie Wedler. Carrie Wedler, she went on after us. Um, fuck, there's been a few. Oh, uh, uh, McCardle. Um, yeah, Angela McCardle. Yeah. Angela McCardle. Um, 
fuck it's been a it's been a lot it's honestly been a lot it's so it's just so weird that it happens it's just it's just a weird coincidence and maybe yeah. there's just like not that many people in the like maybe our community is a lot smaller than we <laughs> than think, we think dude. yeah so like and i mean it is libertarians yeah yeah it is but just the fact that it's like it's like within two months like they're on timcast i know dude and tim doesn't like, even oh know who fucking we are. clint clint yep 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 i haven't talked to him in a minute but uh he's he's off in his own oh, own pete, drama right pete now got on pete oh yeah and, pete pete but we too. didn't have pete on we only been on pete we, we, we never we went on pete's on. podcast yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just pretty but, pretty wild. Yeah, besides like Pete, Scott Horton, Michael Malice, and Dave. So like top tier libertarian podcast yeah. people, like the literally higher level leaders. echelon. Yeah, yeah literally, literally the leaders of the besides Angela. <laughs> yeah. But Angela or, probably already had that scheduled. <laughs> yeah, and like it was kind of in, like we had her on when she was running for chair. And so it made sense that she was making that round. Yeah, so she was making the libertarian rounds to get elected and then when she won the chair she became kind of a household name in the libertarian party yeah so you know it's pretty cool if you want to if you want to go on tim cast eventually um come on our show <laughs> reach yeah. out yeah <laughs> uh, well yeah we'll have anybody on we're not picky. yeah <laughs> no <laughs> yeah i just we don't even have to talk about current events because we don't anyways when we have a guest yeah well we're gonna uh, yeah ask you that's like, what we should questions and then ramble we, about nothing yeah we should we should ask our viewers who do you want to see on Timcast? not who do you want to see on our show <laughs> that's what should be see, our thing now do you want to see on Timcast next and yeah. they'll be our guest <laughs> um but yeah there's uh i guess in current events there's been a a lot of shit going down um, we got the fucking Chinese spy balloon. Um, we got the yeah. Nord Stream pipeline shit that came out. Um, we got Kevin Durant going to the Phoenix motherfucking Suns. Yeah, I bet you're excited about that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I've been saying it all week that it only is beneficial if we win this year or next year. Like, we have to win the championship this year or next year. If not, then it's going to be a really bad trade in the long end. I mean, we, I guess we have three years to win it because Katie's on a brand new contract, a four-year deal. So um, yeah, we got to win it this year or next year, or it's going to be a really, really bad trade for us because we traded away the fucking farm. And yeah, dude. It, it, it was bittersweet. It's bittersweet because two we- Two of your starters? Oh, God yeah. Damn. Yeah. And, you know, I- Nobody in the Suns area wanted to see Mikhail Bridges get traded. Um, Cam Johnson, we kind of were expecting it uh, just because of how well he's done coming back. Uh, we didn't want to see it, but we kind of expected that he was going to be a piece in any trade that we did, like big trade that we did. Um, but Mikhail Bridges, that was that was a rough one for Suns fans just because you know, he hasn't missed a game in 356 games. He's been in every Suns game for 356 Suns games and 25 playoff games. So 
it's hard to it's weird to watch like watching the games the, this last week the two games we played against the hawks and against uh who did we play last night we played um fuck i can't remember who i watched last night i don't remember who we played last night but anyways uh whoever we played the last two games it was really weird not seeing mikhail bridges on the floor super weird um but they're gonna do well wherever they go because they're both fucking they're energy guys it's i'm kind of glad that they went together because they're like boys they're that they were called the twins here in in phoenix Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know they still get to be the twins and it's good that and you know what we we might get just the way the suns work we might get cam johnson back in the offseason and i'd fucking love that because we're we're still missing that position on the floor right now and we picked up another guy um to try and fill that position maybe he'll be a starter maybe he won't be but uh Cam Cam Johnson's a free agent and we could we might potentially be able to sign him to a max contract in the offseason so hopefully Cam Johnson comes back to us but Mikael Bridges is locked on contract till 2026 so so uh I don't think we're getting Mikael back and hopefully he flourishes he's a Philly boy so hopefully he flourishes in Brooklyn and it's good for him to be closer to home but he loved it here he didn't want to leave Phoenix he never wanted to leave Phoenix and most people never thought he would so yeah i didn't i i thought yeah i thought crowder would eventually go be traded or they'd cut him i thought yeah out of all the starters he could be the one that you could release and still keep a really good foundation but when Mc, it was mikhail bridges i was like damn dude that's like their defense right there <laughs> like that yeah and, like and thankfully like a lot of people are talking down. about they're like oh our offense is going to be good but our defense is garbage and it's like well, Devin Booker is one of the best two-way guards in the in the game. Kevin Durant, another two-way player. Like his defense is really good, especially when it comes to playoff time. He's got great defense. And uh where we really need to see a big step up in defense is DA. DeAndre Ayton needs to step up on defense. Um mm-hmm. just to be a just to, you know, take over. He needs to he needs to be better around the rim. Um and so I don't think our defense is going to take as big of a hit. And with Kevin Durant's size, it's going to help us. Um, and where our, I think our defense is most lacking is fucking Chris Paul because he can't go up against bigger point guards. So when yeah. he's guarding Luca or he's guarding, you know, uh, Damian Lillard or something like that, and he doesn't guard Dame, but um, when he's guarding some of those guys, they just bully him because he's so fucking small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It should be interesting though. We gotta win. We gotta we gotta yeah. win it this year or next year, or it's gonna be a uh it's gonna look really bad for us because Chris Paul's either gone at the end of this year or next year, and we traded around four first round picks for that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I saw how many picks it was, and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, that is yeah. insane. I feel like if I feel like you know, like I understand the trade because it's Kevin Durant, who's a generational player. Um, yeah, he'll be the best player to ever put on a Suns player or a Suns jersey. And you know, unless Book overpasses him, um, he'll be the best Phoenix Suns player ever in the history of the Suns organization. And it's just like, well, like what is it worth? You know, three pretty good players two maybe future all-stars 
and four first round picks. And, yeah. you know, I don't know, but it's a, it's a win now type of club. So we'll see how it goes, I guess, but I'm excited to see Kevin Durant in a Phoenix Suns jersey. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Well, they're just sac- sacrificing their future for the hopes of winning one or two championships. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's hard to build a team through draft picks in the NBA. Yeah. It just really is. So I, I don't really mind that so much um, because, you know, if, if, if we get some, some good uh, rotational players or some contract guys, we can always trade them out for picks if we need to. And it's not like we're not going to have a team eventually. It's, going to be like one of those where we're just playing the trade market which is kind of what golden state did they drafted curry and i think they drafted clay and then everybody else were people that they picked they're like we're bringing you in we're bringing you in we're bringing you in and uh make a part of the rotation so we'll see how that goes i guess yeah but it's i'm exciting. excited big i'm excited to see katie yeah big huge shake up, up. In the nba yeah so should be fun should be fun to watch them the rest of the season when kd starts playing with us yeah but and and then the yeah then we got the super bowl this sunday yeah super bowl this weekend i think chiefs win it i think i yeah i just don't see the eagles winning it yeah i think the chiefs got it as well like yeah it's a lot of it's just it's patrick mahomes and andy Reid. like they've been there before they had a pretty tough schedule they still crushed it i think I and I just don't – I don't think the Eagles' defense is as good as everybody thinks when you're playing Dallas, Giants, Redskins yeah. for, you know, six of your games over the regular season. Like, your defense is going to have some boosted-up numbers playing those teams. Yeah. Well, and, well I kind of hope – because I, I honestly, like, as much as – I just don't really care that much about who wins. But I'm interested – I don't know. I, I'm kind of interested in like the commercials this year and like the halftime show. Cause like, dude, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the thing that's all over the internet. Like uh, it's like that Sam Smith, I think it was the Grammys and yeah. he played as like the devil dude. And I'm just seeing like, are they going to like do something wild at the yeah. halftime show? I kind of hope they do. I hope they do yeah. something like just yeah, it's, insane, dude. Like, it's Rihanna too. So she's uh, like a performer performer. So maybe mm-hmm. she'll do some crazy shit. Yeah. Cause like, well, I want to, I want to see... see an Illuminati triangle or like, yes. you know, yeah, dude. like, I wanna uh, see like, I want to see it. I want to see a goat being raised out with a crown and a fucking, on, yeah. on a, like a fucking chair or something, you know? I hope it's like some, like just some weird weird like shit satanic even maybe and then it's like sponsored by the world economic forum <laughs> or sponsored sponsored by pfizer like <laughs> sponsored by pfizer i can't wait dude i can't wait oh. um yeah. yeah that'll be interesting i didn't really think about it that way but it, it should be interesting because there was that whole lady gaga thing that went fucking oh my crazy god yeah that was with, weird dude and and originally I posted something about it on our Twitter page. I was like, what the actual fuck is this? And people were like, oh, you've never been to a metal concert. And it's like, no, nah, I've, I've been to plenty of metal concerts, um, like a black metal concert, because they do some, you know, some of those bands do some crazy shit. It's like Ozzy biting off a bat's head, you know, and it's yeah. like, or Rob Zombie putting on a Rob Zombie show or 
you know they do yeah. some pretty crazy shit and it was like originally it was reported that it was like a a child that was throwing up on her and i was like what the actual fuck is this but then what? i looked it up and the the lady that's throwing up on lady gaga is like a 37 year old performance artist and i'm like and her performance art is throw up like it's it's throw up like Dude. she like throws up on canvases and shit and it's like that's disgusting that's not i'm sorry that's not art like that's not i don't i'm yeah, not i'm I don't not accept art, that <laughs> i'm not an art guy like i'm not like you know i'm not going to art galleries and being like but this is what everybody's been saying like all of us fucking plebs that aren't in the all of us in the peasant class that's not in this fucking you know this fucking world of what uh whatever is going on um yeah where there's just like a blue painting in a art gallery and everybody's like wow that's amazing and it's just like just blue painted on a white canvas and they're like this is beautiful it's it's magnificent blah blah blah, blah. like we just don't understand we did we're, yeah. I'm, and we're not going to and yeah, there's a lot more want... of us than there are you I always thought it's because I was stupid I was like I don't really get what's going on dude I don't I see just think it's because they're faking it I think they're faking <laughs> but, like, they have no idea they have, they have no, no idea. idea they're just like they're like i'm supposed to like this so i'm gonna like it and they just have the the vocabulary to do so like they're just like yeah. oh yeah this is yeah well, marvelous. i kind of like i think like somehow not like like somehow like sometimes rich people are like the dumbest people like yeah like there was that that one guy I, a video i forgot what it was but this guy basically bought a bunch of stuff from like goodwill i think it was and then he rented out a, a store in like the mall but he gave it like a fancy name put yeah, all his yeah, clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. all over and like all this fan and he jacked up the prices and made it seem like this was like the new cool store where to get like your clothes and it's just like hand-me-downs like family hand-me-downs yeah. and these people are like oh my god these shoes are amazing this oh my is magnificent. god this this shirt this texture you know it's made somewhere in the east and you're like what the fuck dude <laughs> and, yeah and it's and i feel like that's kind of like the thing here where like they're like so caught up in themselves that it's just because of this painting it's like oh it's a hundred thousand dollars for this sky painting or whatever and you're just like okay i don't get it and i think that's dumb yeah. i think you guys and just it's like, like i would never put that in anything I would never it's like a put that on display. Thing, you know, it's like, oh, I yeah. have a Mona Lisa at home, or, I mean, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Like, I I know nothing about the art world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's wild. It's absolutely wild, and it's like these people are so caught up in their own shit that they 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 can't see the forest through the trees. Like, they just literally cannot. Yeah, yeah, dude, and. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're dudes. Maybe it's because we're we grew up a little poorer than other people. But I never cared that much about like what I I'm wearing, you know, like yeah, or brands. Like well, don't if I have if I have art in my house, like I want like something that I really enjoy looking at, not just a blue paint. If uh, you know what I would do, the only blue painting I would hang up is like if my child painted a canvas blue, and I was like dope cool i'll put that up like we'll put I'm it on the fridge a, buddy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah good job you know but i'm not i'm not i'm not putting up a hundred and fifty thousand dollar painting that's literally just blue paint on a 
eight by 11 canvas. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. I, I just never got it, dude. I think there was like a video, this a couple of years ago, I think, but there was like a picture of like someone like duct taped a banana peel to something or just a banana maybe oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was yeah, selling at this gallery for like thousands of dollars. I was like, bro, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like all the sculptures and shit that have come out, like the George Floyd sculpture, or the, the MLK sculpture that came out. Yeah. It's like all these, yeah. everybody's just shitting on all of us, all the peasants of society yeah. are just shitting on it. Cause we're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck is horrible. That? It almost it's like the jelly like bean turd, in Chicago. But also like a dick sometimes. Yeah. 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 It's like the fucking, the gray space or the mirrored spaceship in fucking Chicago, the big bean. It's like, what the fuck is that? What is that? And I if you go know, look dude. at it, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's fucking <laughs> full of handprints and snot smears and all around it is just homeless and it's gross. <laughs> it's it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> You basically just described my trip to DC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the monuments, there's spit and snot handprints. There's homeless. I'm like, that's yeah. DC. Too. Yeah. You go to the, what was it? What, what's the Vietnam Wall? Isn't that what it is? The Vietnam Wall in there? Yeah. And they have all the in names. In DC. Yeah. 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 It's it's fucking gross. It smells like piss. The whole thing. Yeah. That was the most shocking thing. Because like when you see like all the money you see them on tv you know and they like look nice they look cool or whatever then you get yeah. there and you're like these are not well taken care of like these are our monuments you animals like <laughs> like your people's names that died in your wars are on these walls like take care of this is insane dude yeah i don't know it's just the whole performance art thing is is wild it doesn't make any sense to yeah. me i i can't yeah and like i don't i don't know but like and the Sam Smith one, that was like, that one got a lot of attention because he, yeah. I mean, it basically was like a satanic thing he was doing. Like he did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm but, fine with I, that. You know, I like, I like Rob Zombie. I like fucking those things. It's yeah. just, we, we were always in the corners, you know, like that shit was always in the corners. It wasn't on like, they didn't broadcast that shit on live TV. <laughs> yeah that, that was always like an obscure thing like you went to a rob zombie concert and it's like oh like you know that's pretty cool and you do see some weird kind of demonic show when you're there I, he puts on a pretty good yeah. show but it's like i don't know what's going on it's like there's i i have i, I have no one i don't understand this art shit dude so but rob zombie yeah. sending a message somehow and yeah but it's just weird that i don't know it's just weird that like that's becoming like a normal thing like you had what's his name that rapper i think oh, that was like um, did the the strip fuck. he was like dancing on the devil i know I who you're remember. talking about he sings old he, time road yeah 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 i that guy that i mean but now it, it's like maybe maybe it's like when we were growing up like that kind of art that was like the underground it was kind of underground like it wasn't yeah little nas x like that stuff used to be like the underground and it was like, oh, wow, they're doing something. Like, you watch some YouTube video from a metal band, and you're like, oh, what's going on? Like, a Slipknot video, and you're like, look at this. Yeah. This is crazy. But now yeah. it's like, it's at the Grammys. Like, it, yeah. it's at the Grammys <laughs> now. And you're like, you're like, what the fuck? So now it's, yeah, like, not I, cool. It's, like, mainstream. I want to go back into the corner. A devil worship. I want to go yeah. back into the corner. Like, Yeah, I it like was way corner. cooler. 
when like you know you're you're you know watching or listening to some music that like the people around you would get upset like your grandparents would be like you shouldn't be listening to this cussing or like whatever and you're like yeah yeah like talk about the devil and stuff cool now it's like yeah it's just weird and and i'm just saying if i saw somebody throwing up on rob zombie i'd be like that's fucking weird bro that's fucking gross dude (laughs) like i don't care i don't care who it is it's gross it's Uh gross Mm -mm. yeah it's fucking weird so this whole performance art shit straight to jail like you know you're a performance artist straight to jail like i don't give a fuck anymore we should (laughs) you 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 have violated my space like get out of here you disgust me with your nonsense jail yeah jail yeah straight to jail i'm not i'm not dealing with that um one of the i guess crazier stories over the last week and a half has been the uh the china balloon um yeah and now there's been a second one found in alaska you know or it's like a smaller version or something they think it's from china as well yeah well, I just love I just I love the China response to this. Like, how could you shoot down our balloon? And it's like, <laughs> well, like, it's like, like to be honest, man. Like, if if we were if we were just like trying to be honest, it's like I get China, you know, being like, how can you shoot down our balloon? Because we have like, I don't know, twenty fucking aircraft carriers on their border. Yeah. Um, and they're like, you're really gonna get upset over a balloon? And it's like uh yeah if if we fly in your airspace you guys get fucking pissed like they get fucking pissed and you're gonna get mad at us for shooting down this balloon and honestly like why did it take so long to shoot down the fucking balloon like i just don't understand yeah i don't know what took so long i don't really apparently they were worried that it might land on some people if they shot it down they didn't know where it would land okay what, well that makes sense there, that makes sense too. There, but they how did how did it get all the way to minnesota before we fucking like yeah it came saw. through canada and canada didn't say shit dude yeah fuck canada <laughs> so, dude so all right ally we should invade them yeah. just for not telling us that the chinese are coming yeah. dude well <laughs> that's because trudeau is fucking probably in it with them yeah that's true well well i dude i kind of loved it because it's like so around here like i don't know how many times i heard the joke like if i see that balloon i'm shooting that thing down <laughs> like, i don't know how many times i heard that this past couple of weeks dude and i i kind of love that mentality and but uh uh but people were like like some people were actually like kind of worried like actually like whoa what the fuck is that like why are we not shooting this down? Like, is this an attack of some sort? And, you know, with all, like, they do kind of. When the balloon the goes up. Yeah, when the, there, that, oh, I didn't think about that. I, when I've the been saying it all up, week. I've been saying it all week. I forgot about that. That's hilarious, dude. But, <laughs> but, like, all this hype, they do, they make China seem like they're the, like, worst people ever. Like, they're this big threat, you know? So, like, yeah, I kind of get why, like, people around here are, like, kind of worried that, like, what the fuck? The Chinese are here. And Dude, my thing um, is they all have TikTok downloaded on their phone, and the t- Chinese yeah. know exactly where you are at all times. So, like. Yeah, let me, <laughs> let me, uh, yeah, also, like, so this, I, I needed to tell people, like, they're probably spying on us. And I was like, okay, listen, 
So just like America, we have these a bunch of these satellites in the sky, and they circle yeah. around the globe. And a lot of them have military capability where they can send coordinates for like grid location for whatever. And yeah, China and, has and, it too. And I was gonna say like some of our satellites, you we can fucking zoom in on like a fucking uh like license city block. in another country yeah. yeah like we could like you know we could see a lot oh also there's two other countries that have that capability it's russia and china they do not yeah. need to send a fucking balloon over here to spy on us like no they... they're doing it to they were doing it for like arise like that's that's literally all this was there's probably no capabilities on that fucking thing yeah and if the, like the they... only capabilities is on it is probably like like the gps fucking uh you know, like receiver so that they, yeah. they could drive it around. And then like, like probably a camera just to be like, haha, stupid American. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they pro that could be something that they're doing to like fuck with us. I, I could really see that honestly. Like they're just, you know, it's like this weaponless balloon and, you know, we'll say it's for science, but we'll just like kind of mess with the American. It's cause we're like, you know, trying to arm Taiwan. So like, maybe this is their way of being like, we, look look we can get through to the middle of your country with a balloon like kind of like insult yeah. type thing like, i don't know maybe it's yeah. something like that and or it could be like you know this was just some some fucking these weird ass science experiment chinese people were doing and it literally flew away because apparently they couldn't control it anymore from like, it mm. was out of range or something is from my understanding gotcha so like so i don't know maybe Maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe they're fucking with us. Maybe they're science balloons. But it was just fucking hilarious that people are like, oh, oh, my God. Like, the Chinese, are they're watching us. It was like, bro, like, this was happening. They've been watching you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, this is not, this is normal now. Like, this has been normal since, like, 03, dog, when they passed the, like, America started doing this. Like, our government yeah. watches us. Chinese government watches Russia's watching us. Like, all these, probably, probably Israel. They're, they probably have capabilities to like spy on us as well like yeah you're it's over dude you're it's not it's not like all yeah, of a sudden think, chinese are watching <laughs> i think that's a big thing that a lot of people like you can stay off grid as much as possible but like maybe they don't know exactly where you are but they for the most part they can find out just about anything about anybody at this point and that's where yeah. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like they they have my DNA saved somewhere in like a military housing file. Like I, I like I'm yeah. not I'm not they're cloning about... us right now, dude. Yeah, like they're cloning yeah. us. So right they now. can replace me. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it's just one of those things where it's like I the whole privacy thing. Like yeah, I I wish you know I probably thought about it when I was younger and like kept myself away from most things but at the same time like it's too late now so i'm not gonna give a fuck about the privacy thing like they're listen i'm guaranteed like they're they probably already have my fucking <laughs> laptop tracked my phone tracked like yeah, they, yeah. they got to yeah well uh, and like people are like oh everyone's like freaking out about like tiktok like oh the chinese are yeah, they're spying on us it's like dude what do you think google does what do you think apple does like, it's the same thing like you it's not you're you're literally like when you hit that i agree to the terms and condition it's like you can spy on me is what you're agreeing yeah. to basically Dude, did you see well on timcast did you see the film that remains talking about apple yeah dude i thought it was and i was like i was like no 
not no, a libertarian dude. straight to jail yeah dude that's that when he was talking up apple and how great their products were i was like dude i lost so much respect for phil yeah. for this like this yeah. is even, even outlandish tim, opinion even tim pool was like nah fam we don't fuck with apple and this bitch like <laughs> yeah yeah and he even said it kind of funny too he's like i don't agree with you there dog like yeah, just yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck like, that like i'm sorry like i'm not saying that uh lenova or you know um some of the like dell or some of those i'm not saying that they're better with privacy or anything but i'm just saying like apple's probably the worst <laughs> yeah i don't i think apple and like they're all like yeah like they're all like it's like we're we're okay with some silic people in Silicon Valley to like spy on us basically and then our government, but we're not okay with our government, you know, across from the other side of the world to spy on you. It's yeah. like I think if there's one you should be more afraid of, it's your own. You know? Yeah. Like I think that's the one you should be more worried about than whatever another nation's doing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. And like with the whole spy balloon, and I guess they shot down the other one like pretty quickly in Alaska. Like they were like, nope, because they all got shit on for not shooting down the first one. Yeah. So they're like, we're getting rid of that shit. Yeah. Apparently Biden though was the one, he ordered them to shoot it down and the military was like, yo, we can't, we can't, but they, I'll tell you what though, dude, they did, they scrambled, they scrambled the fucking air force when that balloon came came over dude they was like immediately once it was known it was there like the fucking jets were out they had like i forgot what it's called but this like basically this is like the the plane they use if it's like world war it's just like break glass for world war two if world war three happens you pull this fucking big ass like intelligence gathering plane out and it's like basically a command center from the sky is what this thing is and well, we have a couple of those constantly flying all the time like we have a couple of those mm-hmm. command centers, especially in the Middle East. We still have, like I know, I knew a couple guys in the Air Force that were on those planes. Um, Do you know what those planes like a, were called? Do you remember? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Yeah, but uh, they they have like there's like people. It's it's an Air Force plane. I know. Um, but it, it they're pretty fucking. They're wild ass planes. Like they do a lot of shit. They have a lot of capabilities on it, but they, yeah, but they started flying one around this fucking balloon, dude. And, and honestly, like, you know, for it's under, it's kind of understandable why the military you kind of like, you know, I want some, some unknown object comes into our airspace. I would, yeah, I'd like some protection from that. Like, what the hell is this? What's going on? And, but it's always funny because the military it just always goes overblown all out for everything. So they're yeah. just like, just like everything's going at around this balloon. It's like, oh, it's just a, it's just a balloon, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> it'd be funny if it was just like ninety nine red balloons, just like ninety nine, and then it's like plain. They're all linked up through Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's a Boeing E four Advanced Airborne Command Post AACP. Wow. It even has a Bo- Boeing in the title. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an E4B uh, is like what it's referred to in the Air Force, I guess. But it's a mm-hmm. Boeing E4. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, dude. There's like there's like five or six companies in the world that make 
all military gear. Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, fucking mm-hmm. Boeing. Um, there's like one like European one, and there's like two other ones in the United States. But the five biggest are all in the United States. And it's like, you're telling me these people don't have a national or a, a financial interest in like starting wars. Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a just massive, saying. Massive interest. Like. Like, that's where they get their, like, they literally get their only, like, for what they make and how much money it costs. Like, there's only one organization in the world that can pay for all of that, and it's the yeah. American government. And it's yeah. just, like, crazy, crazy but amounts yeah, of money. The amount of subsidies they get and, you know, the tax breaks they get and everything else, the deals bet, that they yeah. make I bet closed I, doors. I, I bet all the executives at these companies have more of a say in who our next president is than the American people do. Like, by oh far. yeah, probably, yeah. By they're far. they're the ones funding their campaign, you know. Like that's yep. the yeah. You know. dude. So it's just a it's just one of those things where it's like I don't. I'm sorry, I don't care about the spy balloon. I don't. <laughs> I just don't care yeah. about it at all. Yeah, I I thought it was something that was just way overblown and. I kind of like I'm not saying I'm like smarter than most people but it just made me realize how a lot of people are um not informed on like the capabilities and limitations of like satellites or the Chinese military yeah and you're like dude this is not even like the worst like this is well like the only thing the balloon could be doing is like carrying a deadly disease in it and it's like spreading it across but at that point it's already in Minnesota uh, so everybody's fucked yeah. i guess that's true i guess that's true it could be something like that but the, i mean this is like if anything like this happens or the military will take it like very seriously which is crazy yeah. and yeah. well maybe good too i don't fucking know i mean that is their number that should be their number one role is to protect yeah. us right? protect protect <laughs> our borders yes yeah so good job u.s military did something fucking <laughs> right <laughs> you know yeah inside um, america the next thing was the Nord Stream pipeline. Um, we've all been saying it for yeah. a fucking while. We've so this all been is when saying the, it. the U.S. military does, you know, the normal wrong things it does. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we have we have two stories today. <laughs> <laughs> military did something right. Military did something really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh con or not confirmed, but Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Seymour Hirsch alleges that the U.S. Navy divers laid the bombs that destroyed the Nord Stream pipeline under the Baltic Sea last September, cutting Russian gas supplies to Europe. The Pentagon, which has denied the claim, uh, the Pentagon has denied the claim, but Moscow, which Western countries suspect of involvement, says it should be taken seriously. No shit. Um, Hearst, uh, if I remember correctly, he uh, he was big, he did... Um, what was the uh, big, um, like murder that we did in Vietnam? What was that called? Um, uh, oh, it's a massacre. Yeah, the massacre of like biling or fungus, some shit like that. Um, yeah, he was the one that broke that story. Uh, here, I'll look it up. What? Yeah, stories has. I think it's like Miling. 
version. Yes, it's the Breaks Miley Massacre story. So yeah, he, Seymour Hearst was the guy that broke the. I he, think covered he, he covered Watergate. He covered Watergate. He called it. He covered uh, the Abu Ghraib, the one yeah. in um, in uh, the prison mistreatment with the that lady uh, yeah. prisoner or not prisoner, the lady. Uh, um, fuck guard prison guard oh the uh, guard uh she was in the, i think the marine corps and she was like taking those photos with the yeah. prisoners yeah that's what you're talking i forgot, I forgot yeah and then the my but... the my layout massacre he covered all those so you know a, a pulitzer prize winning journalist is coming out and he's broken other stories um uh he revealed operation menu which i don't really know much about that one the clandestine bombing of cambodia yeah um well-renowned very accredited well -renowned, journalist yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and they're saying and the the so like i'm sorry like the u.s government did this like i i'm just saying like the the u.s government the u.s navy planted the bombs and I, i'm gonna say it as a fact because uh you know um looking at this guy's track record it seems uh seems like it's it's pretty uh sound if he's gonna come out and put it out yeah, and uh, like when this happened, I mean, this ha I think it was sometime last year. No, maybe I don't remember when it was. It's sometime last year that they blew September. It up, though. Okay, September, and you know, everyone it happened, and then they blamed it on Russia. But then, I mean, at least people in our circles, everyone was like, mm, I don't know about that. You know, right? That's a little weird. And <laughs> I mean, everyone kind of suspected it was some sort of intelligence or special forces military group like everyone kind of like, somewhere from the west yeah. and yeah so then it's like what it's not even like it's like less than six i guess it is six months later and it's like okay um yeah it looks like this was planned by the cia which was not just not a yeah. shock it was just like that's my yeah. <laughs> from the beginning is it bad is it bad that you and i for both these stories is like yeah we don't really care because we assumed this already like <laughs> yeah yeah it probably is bad like basically i start with the assumption that the government, that the US government is lying <laughs> sacks of shit like they are yeah. the most evil people on then and yeah, that's probably not that. the most objective view like we're probably not the most objective yeah. view like I'm, yeah. don't come here if you want the objective view like i'll try to give you my objective view afterwards but um yeah, yeah. for the most part and, i start from the u.s government is lying and then yeah. work my way from that yeah like the u.s government lies and then the media is basically an extension of the u.s government so pretty yeah. much they lie and i don't They're think lying. that's like I don't think it's that crazy to say that anymore because like, you know, if like, if you're, if, you know, you tell to 10, nine truths and one lie, like people are going to remember that lie. Like they don't remember yeah. when you tell the truth, but they'll be like, Oh, you lied to me. And you, there's, and that trust kind of never comes back. Cause you lied to someone, you know? And yeah. so like, all you have to do is like point out a couple lies that they tell. And it's like, dude, so I'm just going to start with the assumption. It's not it's not even crazy to assume that they're they lie to you. They lie to us all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's not. Yeah, it's not nine truths in one lie. Like that's literally they it's probably the opposite. Yeah, it's like nine so lies the one and truth then one truth. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then the one truth nobody believes. So we're just bad yeah. 10 out of 10. Like we're like, oh, they're yeah. always lying. Um, I'm going to read this article. It's by AMP Project. Um, it's written by a Michael Fitzpatrick, but it's about the Nord Stream thing and Hirsch. So it's uh, according to a blog written by Hirsch on the site Substack, American Navy divers planted remotely triggered explosives that wrecked three of the four pipelines built to carry natural gas from Russia to Europe. So we didn't even get all four. Like, well, you can't even do that, right? Um, Hirsch claims that the U.S. Navy planted the explosives under the cover of a NATO maritime exercise. So great. We're using exercises now. We're, everybody's going to take those as acts of war from now on. Um, maritime exercise Baltic Operation 22, known as Balt Ops, which involved vessels from 14 NATO member states and took place in the Baltic between 5 and 17 June 2022. So they were planning this in June. In his article, Hirsch puts the motivation for the attack down to a simple political calculation with Russian troops massing on the Ukrainian. This is a quote with Russian troops massing on the Ukrainian border and the bloodiest war in Europe since 1945 looming. He writes, President Joseph Biden saw the pipelines as a vehicle for Vladimir Putin to weaponize natural gas for his political and territorial ambitions. Hirsch argues that the pipeline posed strategic dangers. America's political fears were real, the article continues. Putin would now have an additional and much-needed major source of income, and Germany and the rest of Western Europe would become addicted to low-cost natural gas supplied by Russia, while diminishing, diminishing European reliance on America. Moscow blamed for explosion. This is like the separate section. The September 2022 explosions were blamed by Western countries on Russia, adding to the anger against Moscow in the wake of its invasion of Ukraine. Investigations by Swedish, Danish, and German authorities have not pinned down the blame on any one country or actor, nor will they ever. Swedish investigators have already said they believe the blasts were the result of gross sabotage, in quotations. Um Prior to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, U.S. President Joe Biden warned the Nord Stream 2 project connecting Russia and Germany would not move forward if an attack took place. This led some commentators to suspect U.S. involvement when the pipelines were destroyed seven months later. We talked about this on the show where he literally said it seven months before. He's like, you guys, like, basically, you better watch out for that Nord Stream pipeline if you keep being aggressive. Yeah. And everybody was pointing, like, all of the people in our circles were pointing directly to that, saying, like, look, he's he's telling you what's going to happen. And it happened. So, um, uh, if Russia, and this is, this is the quote from... I think from Biden, uh, if Russia invades, that means tanks or troops crossing the border of Ukraine again, then there will be no there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. Biden said on January or February 7th, 2022, we will bring an end to it. That's what he said word for word. And that almost fucked me up because the way he says there, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2 really fucked me up because it's like weird. Mm -hmm grammatically yeah, yeah. but anyways he said that word for word <laughs> yeah and this is like a couple three weeks before the invasion so like yeah that's february yeah yeah so yeah, february 7th um the next part of this article is pentagon denial Pentagon spokesman, Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel Garen J. Garn says the United States was not involved in the Nord Stream explosion. 
This is utterly false and complete fiction, stated Adrian Watson, a spokesperson from the White House National Security Council. Meanwhile, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov says Hirsch's work is a very serious article that offered deep analysis. It would be unfair not to give it attention, he said. Unfortunately, the article was not widely disseminated in the Western media, which cannot be caused, cannot, well, that's weird. Unfortunately, the article was not widely disseminated in the Western media, which cannot but cause our surprise, which cannot but cause our surprise. That's a weird term, weird grammatic sentence too. Peskov added that Moscow had information on the involvement of the Anglo-Saxons in the organization of this act of sabotage. That's so weird. That's so weird. A claim Russia has made repeatedly, but without providing any evidence publicly on the um, involvement of the Anglo-Saxons in the organization of this act of sabotage. What does that mean? Is he just saying white people? Like, isn't are, aren't Russians that... Anglo-Saxon? Uh, I for the know, most dude. part. I, I don't I know. know. I, I, I think thought Anglo-Saxon like a fancy is, is term for white. I, I thought it was uh, maybe it's more specific to Europe and Norway, Denmark, like Netherlands, like Europe and Netherlands. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. That's um, pretty funny, though. <laughs> is that a, is that like an insult? <laughs> is he insulting us? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hirsch, who is now 85 years old, has been accused of spreading unfounded conspiracy theories. He won the Pulitzer Prize U.S. Journalism's top award five decades ago for his articles exposing the My Lai massacre of Vietnamese civilians by U.S. troops in 1968. He has since stirred controversy with an article published in the London Review of Books in 2015 that claimed the official version of the killing of, the killing of Osama bin Laden by U.S. Marines was a complete fabrication designed to protect high-level Pakistani military informers. Hmm. And that's the end of the article. But yeah, pretty fucking wild. Um, I got to figure out this Anglo-Saxon thing by Peskov because I just, I don't know what he's trying to say there. Uh, it looks like the Anglo-Saxons were a cultural group who inhabited England in the early mid-Middle Ages. They traced yeah. their origins to settler who came to Britain from mainland Europe in the 5th century. I guess it's a bunch oh. of... Anglo-Saxon identifies a rose from the intersection between incoming groups from several Germanic tribes, both amongst themselves and with indigenous Britons. I don't really... I guess it's yeah. only in Europe, dude. Like, not... Russia well, I, 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 I... Yeah, like, I kind of understood that point. Like I I get that, but it just seems so out of place there. So maybe he's maybe he used that to just um, specify like it's European people, <laughs> like European or like uh, British. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe That's it's pretty like fucking a, a wild though. Like let's, yeah, maybe you know. Honestly, it's like I mean we've been saying it for a while, but. I don't think he I don't think that I don't think he's wrong like there's no way I just don't think he's wrong like we we definitely blew it up yeah yeah I think it makes no I, I sense think, for Russia to blow it up yeah it makes no sense that was their leverage over like European countries like hey I we can turn this oil back on and we can and then but now now America has became the number one importer natural for gas Europe. yeah yeah for, for natural Europe. gas mm -hmm. yeah 
Oh yeah. And yeah. so it's like, it, yeah. Cause it, it's just one of those things where it's like, it makes no sense for Russia to do it because strategically, whether they want a war or not, like everybody was saying that it was a false flag from like the, uh, the mainstream news was being like, it's a false flag from Russia. They're saying we did it so they can be involved in more, like they can escalate the war. And it's like, bro, like, to be honest, Russia just wants that part of Ukraine. Like, let's be fucking open here. Like they just, they want that part of Ukraine. If not the whole thing. Yeah. Regardless of if like, nato is a legitimate threat or not russia takes them as a threat that's yeah. how they they do there was a uh i mean this this dates back it, it's like to 2008 where the, who's the cia director right now i think like burns is his name and he was like an ambassador to russia in 2008 and mm-hmm. they clearly they like this is like basically this is not something that like only the republican side of russia is like um oh we're for the war then like the democrat the liberal people are more like oh no we're for peace like no this is like all throughout the entire political understanding that their viewpoint is that nato is a massive threat like even liberals in russia are like yeah ukraine is the red line we will not tolerate that like imagine like aoc and even like maybe even like a Ron Paul type being like, no, this is a massive threat. Like all, this is the yeah. whole consensus there. That's what they leads from yeah. my understanding. That's what they believe. And this has been like that for like since the nineties, like this has been yeah. like, that's the, the fucking like, no, no, no. For like years, they've been saying this. And, you know, I think, I mean, I, I'm not saying like, it's okay for like Putin to invade another country, but it's like, a massive superpower with a military alliance is getting closer and closer to your border and they're showing no signs of negotiating with you um and when they do they lie they they've lied yep you know like they they've they've always been this talks about like we're going to uh like in the beginning they like russia's like well what if we join nato like well can we do that and they told them straight up no yeah, they told him no. Basically, they they made a count a Russian NATO council where the European NATO countries can decide, like vote on and decide who's going to join NATO, and the Russians can sit in on this meeting, but they have no say. They just get to watch. Yeah. They have no say in the matter. They just they're just allowed to be there, basically, and like I don't know. So like in like world of like fucking superpowers and like political military like that kind of mindset like this is something that for the russian like government like they're they're trying to protect themselves they want to maintain their grasp over over the russian people and there's literally a giant like apparatus telling you like we want a regime change so we want to throw out like i don't think our politicians here were just going to be okay with a foreign government talking about like we're going to do a regime change. Like we're going yeah. to re- eliminate you and pull all like Biden, we are going to overthrow your government and replace you with somebody else. Like our we would not be tolerating if we heard that. Especially somebody that's beneficial to us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's why if like their perspective is like we have to do this and from like a military standpoint like for strategically like Ukraine these like millions of russians died in world war ii fighting in ukraine and fighting over ukraine and fighting over that crimea and all that area like this was 
a if like once the germans like broke through that area they were able to push pretty far into russia like millions yeah. of russians died i mean don't get me that's wrong where they got all. to yeah stalingrad and fucking all of that yep. like they got pretty far into russia yeah so it's like from a, like just military thinking like they cannot allow any sort of like a military alliance yeah, yeah, on their border like that. Like, it's just that, they, like, dude, we would not tolerate it. Like, dude, we would nah. not tolerate it. And, like, if honestly, Russia was I think doing a... it and taking over a state in Mexico, like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't allow that. We wouldn't yeah. allow that. Yeah. If the, and, like, imagine, imagine, like, a civil war broke out, a bad civil war broke out in Mexico for like eight years. And America was arming one side in this group and this one side that they're also arming happens to be anti-russian or like so imagine that like you know russia's yeah. funding this mexican government to fight off its own people and oh yeah this mexican government happens to be like very anti-russian and they want to join the alliance with russia a military like we would be yeah. and anti-american yeah we would It'd lose our shit like there would be Mer americans here that would be calling for war for like a long time ago like yeah. they could they we would have drummed within the up, first year yeah we would have drummed up like the propaganda machine wouldn't even have to convince the people that much honestly like americans no. are already war hungry it took us like it took them two years to like get attacked by Af afghanistan but then we like somehow invaded iraq it took them like two years to convince the people like that we're doing this yeah. i don't think well, it would like, take right two years no no right after right after 9 11 everybody was like let's fucking go and we were just building up for it and then mm -hmm. it's also when we went into iraq it, that's when things got a little little sticky but yeah you know, well, that's it was it's just started happening We're like wait yeah. a minute <laughs> that's not that's, that's not, not what we said that's not it was, <laughs> it just there's terrorists there <laughs> is there like how fucked up is and, okay that's another thing too i was like we just sloppily underground of like no like lies to invade a country straight like, out lies straight out lies we like imagine like you know canada attacking us and we invade mexico like what yeah. like why the fuck yeah. would you invade it made no like mex like it just it makes no sense why we would do it like that but that's what we did to iraq like they didn't do anything to us and we're like yeah we're invading you go fuck yourself yeah. like you what? guys have terrorists yeah and they're like yeah. who's the terrorists and we're like the brown ones with towels on their head and they're like that's everybody like what do you yeah what do you mean like so it's just and like everything after that what we've done to the middle east like this is majorly concerning for any any any, any government country. in the world that is not aligned with the west or doesn't have the best relations with america like this is a major fear that they have it's why north korea is so like aggressive in a lot of ways because they're trying to like you can't fuck with me like leave me alone like you yeah. can't because they're afraid they're afraid they'll just get randomly invaded by the united states and, it, and yeah. honestly i don't think that's a crazy fear for these leaders to have no i don't think so either and apparently um the russian world uses anglo-saxons to mean the west in general i looked it up um nice, but yeah dude. so they use anglo like fucking pri primarily white nations they use as they call they call us all anglo-saxons so the anglo-saxon world bombed russia basically and like let's just be fucking completely truthful it makes no financial like sense to for them to bomb that for them to blow up that pipeline 
like it it was literally one of their biggest um blocks like that was one of their biggest strategic you know things like they there's yeah. no reason for them to there's not yeah. one single reason for them to even to create a false flag because they're not they're not trying to go to war with everybody. Russia doesn't want to go to war with everybody. They would lose. Like, I'm sorry, eventually they would lose. It would either involve a, you know, a regime change um, in their country or a massive loss of life uh, yeah. for both sides, to be honest. But there, it would create a, a Chinese-Russian alliance, probably. And then once it wasn't financially viable for China, they would they would back out. They wouldn't pick on the other side, but they would probably back out. Well, and yeah, I mean, if it, it would I mean, unite the, worst case, the countries of of yeah. the of Europe and the United States interests, um, including Canada, everywhere in Europe, uh, for the most part, everywhere in Europe, to go after Russia at that point. And I don't know if they would have an ally for very long. Yeah, well, this is something. So even Henry Kissinger even said. Yeah. So like even from the perspective of like these people are like worn, torn monsters, and they they want global dominate. They want to take over these countries, right? Even those guys, like from from their point of view, like they're thinking strategically, and they're like, "This is a dumb idea. You're pushing China and Russia together. Like these are yeah. our two big threats to our." um You know, hedge of money, our control. One financially being China, and one war wise being russia mm -hmm. and so now yeah so now you're pushing these two major powers together like the two basically the two other powers we're against in this world they're pushing them together to like you know and they're creating weird alliances like looks like they're at least talking to india like saudi arabia looks like they're jumping in on their yeah, um the currency thing. oil yeah the oil stuff and i'm like oil and currency thing yeah so you know like so it seems like it's like just a dumb idea, even from the point of view that you want to take over these countries. It's just like, why are you going to push them together? You should, you know, maybe take one, like Henry Kissinger thinks that we should take Russia in, like accept them into and have them join us so we can take over. Yeah. And honestly, it might be like if you think about it, too, like if if a country does join NATO I think they like sometimes you are more under the control of the United States than oh, yeah. if you if you like if they regime change, you know, like well, don't this goes back to the. I was going to say this just goes back to, you know, five of the six major weapons distributors in the in the world are in the United States. And it's mm -hmm. like. What do you think they want, peace or instability like mm -hmm. This is the best outcome for them. Let's push these countries together. They'll probably be safe. Their families will probably be safe. So, mm -hmm. yeah, let's uh let's do that. Let's and and they're not worried about their it's extremely difficult for any war to be brought to the United States. It's one of the most difficult things to be done. Like it'll, it if it ever happened, it would be very hard to come over here and destroy our um, from a military standpoint, now from yeah. a terrorist standpoint, it, it, it might be a little bit easier, but from a military standpoint, it'd be very difficult for them to, you know, bomb our weapons distribution centers or um, cut off certain supply lines inside the United States. But it's a lot easier for us to do it in Russia. It's a lot easier because we're all around Russia and they're not all around us. 
And so like it, they're like, it, it just, get, it's getting to the point where it's like, all right, we're pushing these three together, whether it's um, China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, uh, India, or whatever. We're pushing them together. And it, it looks like to start a world war three, they don't, they're not having to worry about loss of production or, you know, in the United States, they're worried about it in Russia. Like all the power is in the United States hands. Like for the most part, the majority of the power, which the biggest resource that they need is people. It's mm -hmm. in the United States and they don't have to worry about losing those people. They can worry about losing military members, maybe, but they don't worry about that. We've seen that before in wars past. They don't care about that. And our losses aren't going to be near as bad as the other population's losses that we're fighting because we're killing their civilians too. And mm -hmm. they're not killing ours. And they're not going to be able to kill ours. Like they just won't like in maybe in certain spots, but for the most part, they're not going to be able to. So it, it's, it doesn't financially make sense for Russia to blow up that pipeline to start a world war three. What's happening is we're pushing people into this at this point. And it's, I'm not saying that it's going to be a definite World War III or anything like that. It's just one of those things where it's like, can we, we need to watch this and it needs to be talked about more because it's looking really bad. And it looks like the intent is extremely malicious. Yeah. It's like before this, like before Russia invaded Ukraine and like these kind of like these sanctions and the country started talking, they stopped talking to each other. Then, you know, America starts sending weapons. And it's like all this stuff kind of like it's like building tension. And it's like before we were like jogging to possibly like a nuclear war. And then like yeah. after this happened, it's like now we're sprinting. Now, I don't yeah. know if that means we'll get there of it like anytime soon. But it's like we're trying to get closer and closer to this like potential risk of. Yeah. Well, and don't you think like exploding war. a natural gas pipeline in the middle of a the Baltic Sea is like probably extremely bad environmentally uh yeah i assume so that seems to always be like a big deal be, right? in our oceans when like bp or whatever ha like has that's, their yeah that's oil that's yeah. oil so i just don't really know the effect of natural gas in the ocean yeah. but like i just feel like i feel like it can't be i feel like it can't be good mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah, for the oceans and the sea life in, in there and, and it'd be on fire because it's an explosion. I don't know how, I don't know, you know, you can see, uh, you can see with oil when it's going through, uh, when it explodes in the ocean, it's lit on fire, even underwater until it's all the way up, you know, like, and it's just like spouting fire. So I feel like natural gas has got to be somewhat similar. Like it's got to yeah. be just like, a. Uh, I'm not like, I'm the worst with like understanding scientific things. Like I'm the worst so like even like trying to comprehend that in my head, I'm like, I don't know how that works, dude. I don't know how <laughs> water and gas, like what happens, like when you mix them together. Like I know nothing. Like, yeah, it's like, what, what is that? A, does something get created? Is that dangerous? Do things die? <laughs> like the, does gas just go in the air? Like what happens? Is it disseminated? Yeah. Is it disseminated into the ocean? And the, like when the ocean water evaporates and becomes rain, does that have yeah. an effect? And this is how we get acid rain. Dude, do you remember how bad like, like you know how in in like elementary school and stuff you're scared of weird things because of the weird things they teach you like quicksand like yeah you know, quicksand's like yeah. it was like huge like they're like don't get caught in quicksand and you're just like 
Oh. Damn, there must be a lot of fucking quicksand out there, you know? <laughs> you know, that but would then, be freakier but, for you because like, you live in a desert. <laughs> that yeah, would be but, so freaky. But it was never done in like a desert. Like when you saw pictures of like quicksand, it was never in like a desert. It was always in like, uh, like a like a desert forest area, I guess. I don't know. It was always in like a like oh, in, like yeah. the Amazon has quicksand, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like and I guess that's not really a, yeah it's like a jungle that has quicksand but it was they always made it like such a bigger thing than it was like I remember us talking about acid rain as a kid mm-hmm. and like like I don't know why that was such a scary thing because like I don't know any place that's had like actual acid rain but I remember yeah. just being like like they'd have not, not drills but they would talk about how acid rain and how it would affect like the population and this that or the other and i was just like damn acid rain must be a big deal and like i i don't know shit about no acid rain like i've yeah. never heard anyone have an acid rain yeah. before yeah well, like uh you know when you're it young just make you scared of like weird things yeah well when you're young and you like figure out the concept of death and you're like you yeah. realize you're gonna die like you're like <gasps> <laughs> like you're fucking scared like out of nowhere you're yeah. just scared and just yeah. and you're, you're like because you you finally understand like you're gonna die someday and you're like oh, what yeah. the fuck like ah like and you're just i remember being so scared of that like i don't know why yeah. like and it could i don't know i think what was i don't even know what i was scared of here as a kid i think spiders there's <laughs> well like that that stuff makes sense but i'm just talking about like the obscure things that they always brought up like like oh, quicksand like i remember was a yeah like quicksand was always a big one like everybody like they were like you got to be really careful like i remember teachers telling me like you got to be really careful around quicksand and i was like damn there must be a lot of quicksand out in the world like you know <laughs> and i've never not once have i ever seen fucking quicksand like not a single time quicksand, have i ever seen i don't even think quicksand's real dude it is real. It's just not as, and honestly, it just doesn't like, for the most part, it doesn't go as far down. Like you usually for an, a grown adult male, um, it, it doesn't, you, you sink into it, but you're not going to like get taken under, you know? Uh, like it okay. It, it, it is real. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was it's, real, dude. I've never seen it, so I was like, "This shit's fake as fuck, dude." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so quicksand can develop from Alaska to Florida, but hot spots include the marshy coasts of the southeast, such as Florida and the Carolinas, and the canyons of southern Utah, northern Arizona, and New Mexico. Don't struggle, um, because the more you struggle, the more it pulls you under. I remember, I remember that yeah. shit from school. And- that was also in a lot of movies when we were growing, like cartoons. Yeah. And yeah. The, remember the Princess Bride? You remember? Yeah. They get and he gets caught in quicksand. Yeah. 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 So then, it's just like, they just like, then, then you start realizing like the fear mongering of mm-hmm. like from a young age. Like you, they're like, you need to be scared of things. And we're going to teach you how to like stop yourself from getting hurt because that's what we're here for. <laughs> um it, something really funny i uh my mom has gotten really big into sending me fucking reels on on instagram i don't know why but she sends me fucking reels all the time now but uh the other day i sent her a screenshot of um something on twitter and it was by uh watcher guru 
and it's mm-hmm. watcher.guru and he it's just usually like random things like usually new stuff but this one was on february 6 2023 and they're like justin bank of america ceo says the company is preparing for a potential u.s debt default and that's pretty pretty big like the the ceo of bank of america is saying yeah we expect the united states to default on their debt like that's pretty wild yeah and so she was like, what does this mean? The bank itself is going to file bankruptcy. And I was like, no, it's saying that the U.S. is going to default on its debt. You know, the fucking 32 trillion we're at or whatever. And she's like, do you ever wonder if they say these things to scare people? Not that it isn't true, but prior to social media, would this be something we would know? Like good, bad, good or bad, just curious. And I was like, I think a lot of the news is, you know, scaremongering or fear mongering. Like, I feel like a lot of it is. I was like, mm-hmm. but stuff like this doesn't get reported like this right here a major ceo of a bank of one of the largest banks in the united states is saying that um the us is going to default on its debt like he's he probably said it he probably didn't say it in like a press conference he probably said it and somebody heard it and then reported it you know that's how i'm guessing it happened but i don't think they're i don't think they're saying it for fear mongering and none of the like at least i haven't seen other major news outlets bring it up because that's something that they don't want to get out because it's not the correct fear it's a yeah it's they want it's you the to wrong be afraid fear. of certain things they don't want to be yeah. you to be afraid of their failures but yes. to be afraid of like i don't know dude like they just think whatever whatever fits their agenda basically like oh yeah. this virus you know we gotta stay yeah. home lock yourselves up you know get yeah. this get the shot you know all this weird yeah. shit and you know that was something that was like they over they overblown the hell out of it and you know and that's that's the fear mongering that. yeah mm-hmm. and that's the fear mongering but they don't want they don't want people to know that they're going to default on their debt. And I'm not saying that they will. I mean, they're basically defaulted on the debt already. They just are, you know, they just raised the debt ceiling when that happens. And that's probably what's going to happen. Um, and then they're going to, you know, print money to pay for it. And so they don't default. Like, that's usually what happens. But um, I was just like, yeah, uh, we'd, we'd only hear about it before social media what did i say i was like we'd only hear about it before social media um after it's already happened like we'd hear that these people had already said it after it's already happened you know like Mm -hmm. these things these specific things where it's like a failure of government or a failure of certain systems we'd only hear about that before social media after it the the failure has already happened where people were saying this the whole time you know and now with social media, you get a little bit different of a perspective where that's why I think that's why it's so difficult for a lot of people now where they're like, uh, what do you believe? Because there's so much more information and you're getting two sides to the same story. And it's yeah. like, how can you tell which one's true and which one's not? And it's like, you, it, it's either gut or it's either you just, you got to find the one with the most factual evidence to support it. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of think like I've heard this like a couple times from I, I think I've listened to like old old like older people like on podcasts before they're describing like the news cycle of their day yeah. and stuff. And like before the 60s, like pretty much everyone believed everything the they media. were told yeah. from the media, 
and like everyone kind of was on this consent and there was like almost no reason for people to be skeptical you know yeah. generally speaking most people didn't really deal with the government in any and the reporting way. habits were a little bit better yeah and so everyone kind of just went along to get along and apparently the 60s is when that started to really change yeah where you know you had the assassination jfk you know, that raised a lot of questions. I think Vietnam was at its height in the 60s. Vietnam. Yep. So the civil rights movement. And so there's all that, like, kind of like this crazy change in the 60s. Like, it kind of opened the door to, like, allowed to be skeptical of the government, you know. And right. then now, though, with, like, you know, like, and you, all, all these people that were skeptical, you know, the, the weirdos that talk about economics and the CIA, yeah. you know, all these weirdos. And as time goes on, because of like probably social media and we get, you know, exposed to like what really going on more often that now it's becoming quite common for people to be like, Epstein didn't kill himself, you know, <laughs> like it's <Yeah>. just <laughs> like, well, it's and, becoming and like this is a perfect acceptable. Sec- yeah, this is like a perfect segue into the whole Damar Hamlin shit. Like, we were talking about it before the podcast and we can, we can finish it up here on the Damar Hamlin shit where it's like, all these people fucking s- sat there and s- yelled from the top of their lungs, you know, Damar Hamlin's dead and they're just using a fucking fake body double. And it really fucks up because now it's like, he's going to be playing football again. He's going to be just fine. And it really fucks up the initial reaction. That was really, I think in my opinion, positive, even though it's in like a negative light um, was everybody when they first saw it, they were like, Oh, that's from the vaccine. Like we were talking about this before. And it was like everybody's initial, like not everybody's, but for a large portion of the United States, everybody's uh, initial reaction was like, that's because of the vaccine. And that was, you know, first it was like huge for us because we were like, we haven't seen it at this level. A young 23, 24 year old man in the height of his professional career at this point just heart stopped beating on a national stage where everybody was watching on a Monday night football game. It was huge. And for the most part, the reactions were vaccination. That was because of the vaccine. And that's, it's positive because it's like, I'm glad people are starting to wake up and see that, you know, Hey, these vaccinations weren't that fucking good. And they're, they're doing something fucked up and everybody needs to realize that. Um, and that's why it, it's negative because we allowed that to happen. But at the same time, positive in my thinking that at least people are waking up to the fact that they really think that the vaccination is what's causing a lot of these problems. Yeah, like the the you're you're glad that the like a, a large portion of this country is skeptical. Like it, yeah. you know, when it happened, we don't know. Like I still yeah. don't really know. I don't know if we'll ever know, honestly. Yeah, but we probably won't. It's like. You know, like if it, if, you know, these crazy vaccines were like all these reports of like professional athletes just collapsing and possibly even some of them dying, like all, all these reports, you know, I'm like, if that wasn't happening, then we wouldn't be skeptical of the vaccine. Yeah. But the truth is that is happening. And it happens yeah. like quite frequently, like a weirdly, like a weirdly shot it's up increased. out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah like, in, like, I'm like, I think like, I might be overstating this, but I think it's like a 300% increase. Like that's like a yeah. ridiculous like amount of Yeah, I think it was like happening. I think with that um what was uh died suddenly isn't that the documentary that came out or something like that? Yeah. 
And I yep. think they, I think they said, I need to watch it, but I think they, uh, one of the things that I keep seeing repeated from it was it was at like 121 people per year on average, um, that were professional athletes or, you know, athletes in athletic positions across the United States where it was like 121 per year or something like that. And now it's at like 1200 per year or uh, yeah, like it, it's something crazy mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like a 300% increase or something like that. And it's like, and, and the mainstream narrative, when it gets brought up and people actually talk about it, they're like, yeah, it's because of COVID COVID is doing that people yes. that caught COVID that's yeah. what it's happening because of. And it's like, I mean, really? Like, are you like, I just, you know, I don't fucking know. I don't know if COVID affected your heart that way. And maybe it did for some people. And that's why there's a, well, I think, a, uh, I forgot his name, uh, but I think they proved that like COVID, I mean, there's some case, I think there were some cases where COVID like people had uh, like they got issues. myocarditis, like myocarditis, yeah. I think is like myocarditis. Yeah. And so this the the thought was like oh it's coming initially people thought it was coming from covid but apparently it's not as high as like well if they got the vaccine you have a much higher chance of developing myocarditis is how i understand it and that's yeah at this point that's how i understand it as well and it's like it's just crazy that and and the the worst part about this is all the people that were like yep demar hamlin's dead like they they fucking yeah, they, they're using a body double and it was just so dumb. It was so dumb. Like I get it. The optics of it weren't great, but let's be honest, man. Like that was just a dumb thing. Like, Oh, it's a body double. And like, this guy's going to go off into obscurity. And it's like, the like the NFL isn't going to bring him back yeah. to like, to like, let him go off into obscurity. They're going, they want him to go back and play so they can be like, Oh yeah, Dude. nothing, nothing was a problem. What? Well, it's like it. Well, I think we're watching like, like I think you know how like the it's kind of it's kind of it became an internet meme, but there's also a little bit of truth in like people's skepticism. Where like you know they say like the NFL is scripted, and there's yeah. like all that joke about the NFL being scripted. And, like you know yeah. it's kind of like overblown became a meme, but it's also like people are legitimately skeptical. Like that's why it yeah. became a meme because people are so skeptical. And it's like, yeah. dude, we're watching, we're watching all the things the things that are like the foundations of our like kind of like the thing like you know we got sports world there's a lot of sports fans in this country and like you're kind of seeing that start to like fracture a little bit where like people are just getting weirdly skeptical of like what's really going on here and like Mm -hmm. the government's like at the highest probably the highest level of our life of skepticism that we i've seen i mean maybe yeah maybe there's maybe there's some other time people can maybe the maybe iraq war was another one i don't know but yeah it's just it's just so crazy to like watch like all these things like people are just like they're fed up like I don't know like I, I'm not saying the NFL is rigged it might be rigged to a degree I don't know it's one thing that we always talk about we're like I'm never gonna look I bet one day we're gonna look into it and then like four years from now we'll be like talking about the NFL being like we got a leaked script here and <laughs> yeah yeah and you know like like I saw, I saw one where it's like the NFL leaked the script for the Super Bowl already, and it's like I think it's it's like twenty four twenty one Kansas City wins, and yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think it was on like uh like on Wikipedia or some shit like that. Like they they had already had it up and then they took it down, kind of deal. Yeah. And it was like it's like well let's see like it'd be pretty fucking wild if it finishes twenty four to twenty one. Yeah, if it if it comes anywhere close, if it's even like I don't know for some crazy reason it's like twenty six to twenty two, I'd be like, dude, it's still rigged. It's still rigged. yeah. Like well, that's yeah, because because like the the big thing is, is like I don't think it's I don't think the like for me if it is scripted, it's not the players that know. It may not even be the refs that know. It's not the coaches that know. It's none of those people. It's it's probably you know the higher ups of the organization that's like, all right, let's put these things into effect so that it affects things this way so we can try and get this outcome and you know that's i think the i think one of the big things is like you know the new the new watching from new york and stuff like that for refereeing and things like that where they're like call this call that you know i think Mm -hmm. that's uh you know at very important times to affect the entire outcome of an of a game and there's no one that's the wiser except the people that are involved in it. They're like, well, we need this closer. So let's, uh, you know, let's try and let's try and get a run back on this kick, you know, and what they do is, you know, there, there's a, there's a penalty and it's a re-kick because somebody was offsides and it's like, well, people are always offsides like that on kickoffs, but they called it this one time at a very important opportunity of the game so that they could get a, another look at either getting really far down the field or running a kickback for a touchdown to make the game a lot closer. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. things like that. It's not like an outright script, like a on third down in the middle of the second quarter, they're going to have the ball and they're going to throw a flex wide, right. Um, two X Y option um, 34 fucking uh, like whatever, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not saying that that's not how it's scripted. Um, it's more like, Hey, this is the outcome that we want. And this is what we're going to try and get. And this is how we're going to do it. And without leaving other people, the wiser, you know what I mean? Yeah. They can like, like you're saying, like they, they can like nudge where they want it to a certain extent to, to do a certain degree. Now it's not, it's not always that way. Like that doesn't work out in their favor all the time. No. It's not one hundred percent thing, but there is things they put in place to generate an outcome that they desire. I guess. Yeah. Is yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think, I think that's how I think that's how it goes. And you know, I think it's. I think the clearest one is you can see it in the UFC because certain people don't get fights where certain people should get fights or things like that. Where yeah, it's, it's not as it's not they're not picking the outcome of the fights. There's two dudes going in there and beating the fucking shit out of each other. But mm-hmm. when it's a guy that's, you know, fought 11 no-name people and a guy that's won six fights in a row at an extremely high level, all in the top five of a weight class, but the guy in the with the 11 fights in a row gets the championship fight and then wins the championship fight, and the other guy has to fight another fight He's yeah. not even going to the championship fight. Yeah. He has to fight another fight against another top yeah. five guy, you, even though he has you, more wins in a row. Yeah, you would see like a top five guy that doesn't did, has not gotten a title shot yet, and somehow like a uh, like the like six is getting a title shot. 
and he, yeah. but and he's like a young upcomer but the a lot of times the difference is that young upcomer is like generating views like he's yeah. just bringing yeah. in the views and and that's what it's about you need the views and you need the money so you make the most interesting fight but like for me like right now it's this this weekend or today actually it's makachev versus um uh volkanovsky and volkanovsky's moving up a weight class to fight makachev but over the last like two years benil dariush he's had six fights against top five guys and some up-and-comers and has beaten them all and now he doesn't get to fight for a championship volkanovsky gets to move up and he hasn't he's he's defended his belt against uh max holloway i think and one other person and he gets to move up to fight for the belt that Benil Dariush has been fighting for for the last two and a half years, beating top five guys in the division. And Volkanovsky hasn't beat one top five guy in the division. And it's like, what are we doing here? And it's kind of the same thing. John Jones is coming back um, in the heavyweight division and he hasn't fought in three, four years now, but he's going to yeah. fight Cyril gone for the interim heavyweight championship on his new fight contract yeah. this year. And it's like, it's like, I get it. And don't get me wrong. Like I can understand like, you know, John Jones has been the pound for pound best fighter in the world ever, but it's like, we're not going to give him a, a fight to see how he does at heavyweight. We're just going to throw him into the championship. And it's like, I get it. But at the same time, maybe there's, and right now, maybe there's not more deserving guys. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like up in the air for the heavyweight division. Um, but they're not going to give him a fight against Curtis Blades, who's like a big wrestler, grappler, a big, and he's a big guy. So they're not going to give him that. They're going to give him Cyril Gaon, who's a, and it's still going to be a difficult fight for John Jones, but it's a, an extremely um, agile heavyweight with a little bit of wrestling, but not great wrestling because he got wrestled by Francis Nagano um, and lost the fight that way, but he's a good striker and it's an exciting fight for John Jones. And it's like, you can see it. It's, it's just clearer in the UFC where it's, it's not that it's scripted and they want a certain guy to win, but there's an outcome that they want. And they try to put guys in the position to get that outcome because it's beneficial for them financially. Oh yeah. They want large copious amounts of money, copious amounts of money. That and like, I goal. get it. Yeah. And I get it. But at the same time, it's like, it, it goes against what we believe the essence of sports is. And that's two competitors getting a fair shot at winning a game equally. And that's yeah. kind of what we see as sports. And it's like, well, there's one winner and there's one loser, but there's the human element to all of it. And, and that's the, that's kind of where it's like a problem with refing and things like that. But even if the refing was done, you know, AI wise, like it, it all depends on who programs that AI and who has a, yeah. a financial outcome on what that AI says and does and when to call things. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, that's yeah, pretty crazy, dude. Cause I, I get, I think just like, like the NFL that Bengals been, game was horrible. That yeah. The Bengals NFL's just bad. been with their penalties. They've just been getting worse and worse. And like, I know they're trying to protect the quarterback and do other things and like the, the, there's just a lot of times that these calls are just like, uh, like this kind of, and sometimes the penalties like at some part of the game that doesn't really matter. Like a team's up by like 30 points anyways. And it's just like, okay, well, who cares about this penalty? But when it's like, yeah. you know, a close game, 
the penalty and like you have a weird crate like every or a few crazy weird penalties that just feel off then like people are going to be like this is fucking rigged like this yeah. is ridiculous and well and especially time, when it's like things that haven't been called the whole game and we've been watching it yeah, and it hasn't yeah. been called like that the entire game and then you call it and where it's a clear penalty like it's like i know that's a penalty i'm not saying that that's not a penalty i'm just saying they weren't it it's not it's not like um it's not the same because you haven't called the, it all the game there's yeah, no continuity the, yeah the rules are being enforced when convenient yeah it's only when at conveniency for another team it's like the chargers the 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 whole thing with the uh, Bosa on the Chargers uh, against the Niners when it or against the Eagles or against the Niners. I think it was against the Niners um, when Joe or no, I think it, maybe it was the Eagles. I can't no, remember. I think it was oh, it was Jags. Jacksonville. It was yeah. the Jags where the guy clearly jumped off like he he left early and it was like a clear early leave. And then on top of that, held him all the way to the quarterback, like a clear hold. That was like extremely like it was an it was a bad hold, a hold that they would have called all game. And they didn't call uh, you know, a false start or a holding on the guy. And mm. Boa had a clear shot to the quarterback and they scored on that touchdown. And it was like that right there, clear as day in front of your face. And then they, yeah. you know, fucked up Bosa. And Bosa's like, I just don't understand what's going on with this, the, the refing and things like that. There's just been clear instances of it all over that third yeah. down play with Patrick Mahomes against the Bengals where they got to redo it like three times. And everybody's like, yeah, but they didn't even score on that play. And it had nothing. It was like, it had nothing to do with scoring on that play. You don't know sports. If you don't know momentum, like momentum is a huge thing. And they stopped him. They stopped him at a very big moment in a very big way. And then it was taken from them. And it just, yeah. it just, the human element of it is so much more than people want to, you know, say it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, yeah, it's, it is, it is, it's, it's, it's open, like, that's why. And like, now you have like sports gambling. So there's maybe even yeah. a lot of incentives behind that to exactly. get outcomes. Like maybe, I think that's always been kind of, why people certain people hated sports gambling because yeah. it would affect the games like there's just this yeah. huge incentive now that you can't just get away from where it's like it, it could affect yeah. one or the and other and they think it's and you know pat uh pat mcafee brought this up one time where because he's been big on the whole script thing because you know he's very in tune with the internet so he's yeah. like uh talking about the script thing and they're like it's kind of ridiculous but maybe there is something to it with you know, just a couple people nudging it in the right way. But he was like, but it doesn't make sense for them to, you know, fuck it up right now because soon sports gambling, he's like, it's going to be legal in 47 out of the 50 states. You know, it's going to be legal yeah. in all in, in most, almost every state except a few. Um, one being Utah, he brought up specifically. And it's like, yeah, they're never going to gamble in Utah. Like never. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be legal in almost every state. So why fuck it up now when they could be, you know, scripting it later where they can make a lot more money? And it's like, that's a very good point. But I think they've just always been doing it, nudging it in a, in a certain way and for a storyline. Um, and that's why it's, uh, it, it, it's going to continue to do so. And they can get away with it because it's just nudging it enough where it's not blatantly obvious. There's not a script that they have written down. They're like, hey, call that penalty. 
you know, that's a penalty. Mm. We're calling that. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they can like affect things like that. Like, I think it's not, yeah. Like it's not like the whole thing scripted. Like don't be wrong. Like it, the injuries are probably just like wrestling. The injuries are probably real. The, <laughs> the, yeah. uh, <clears throat> there's some, there's like the anger and the happiness that the players feels definitely real. You know, they're, their actions on the field, like how the play happens. I mean, if there's a blown it's coverage, all real. and like, yeah, like that's it's going to score a touchdown. But just in times when things are pinnacle, like they can slightly adjust the outcome. And it's like, well, you know, if the game wasn't, if like for some reason, like say they want like Super Bowl, we'll say they want Kansas City to win, and for some reason, like Kansas City's defense just like shits the bed. And the Eagles score like 30, 40 points on them. And for some reason, Kansas City can't keep up. Like, then that would just be the game. Like, there's nothing that the refs could do. Like, it'd be like, okay, well, we didn't get the outcome we wanted. But, you know, if they're playing at their level, like, they're probably going to play. And, you know, it's kind of a close game. And they throw a few flags at the Eagles. Like, one, like, how... Like, like having a four down series and getting the first down is huge, especially in playoffs. It's huge. It, it playoffs, like just getting one conversion, especially against a, a good defense, down. dude. Like, you probably know this. Like, against yeah. like the Broncos defense, like getting down the field, just close enough to kick a field goal can be mean everything against a really yeah. good defense team. Like, and it I can saw change that with, the entire momentum. Oh yeah, dude. And I yeah, and I've seen it in like one of the 2018 bears like they you know the rams were having that explosive year with jerry they scored like 56 points in that kansas city game and the bears held them to six points they got two field goals on us that year which was crazy and so like you if just just like you know giving someone you know when like i always hate it when and the bears would do this they get a penalty on like fourth down and they gotta go for it or whatever and instead of it being a four yard they have to get now they have to get 14 and like yeah. that's you go back 10 yards and it's for that that's that's a lot harder it's, than yeah. a four yard game dude and that that yeah. could change the game for like that could that could change it from you kicking a field goal to punting it now like that's how big yeah, depending is. on where you are yeah yeah and so it's just it's just one of those things where it's it's kind of nice to see people being a lot more skeptical and it's not that i want a society of skeptics because generally that would probably be very annoying you know but at this point in history like we probably need a large society of skeptics you know there's like a there's like a time for it it's like an ebb and flow of everything yeah yeah well i i think it's yeah i think it's healthy i think like it's yeah. like it, i think that means that like it's healthy skepticism just the skepticism is like them being like wait a minute or like the whole think, stocks thing in i think they're fucking us over yeah i think they're yeah. fucking us over and like it's coming to the rules like you like what you pay for like your taxes and what, what you give up for this organization what you're getting in return is not good it's far worse than you think it yeah. is and like just people exactly. come to that realization like this is bullshit. You know, I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah, me too. Hopefully it continues. Hopefully it continues all the way through this year. Um, if they tell us, uh, if Biden, you know, falls down some stairs again and doesn't die, like everybody should believe he's already dead and it's not really him. Um, 
there's, I just, I just, you know, there's just a lot of things that I think this year we'll, we'll see it more and it get more intense because it's just gotten so bad. Like, I think the yeah. Super Bowl is going to be crazy. Like, if it's not, like, if it's not Patrick Mahomes blowing out the Eagles for four quarters, then I don't know. It, people are going to be like, dude, I bet that like, if there's some weird calls, there's going to the be some weird of, calls. The city of Philadelphia is like paying the refs to let Kansas City win, dude. They don't want that well, riot in their street after they win. Oh, they're, it, but that's the problem. It's going to riot any, re, either way. Like in Philly, they riot regardless, win or lose. <laughs> they riot regardless. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's true. They brought they Could riot over the, the MFC championship, dude. They didn't even win yeah. the whole thing yet, and they were rioting, bro. I know, <laughs> dude. And that's what I'm saying. They they riot regardless. That's just a Philly thing. I never yeah. want to be anywhere near that silly or that city anymore. Like fuck that city, dude. Yes, I I I don't think I've ever been there, so I can't really shit it's, on it too much. It's kind of cool, but uh, at the same time, you're just like, damn, these people are a different breed. <laughs> oh they're black <laughs> <laughs> not even that dude the white ones are the ones you have to work out watch out for dude it's a I've different wa- yeah i've watched always a different sunny, breed so i bro. believe that yeah yeah <laughs> dude exactly like that's all of them that's the whole city of philly <laughs> the, the always sunny picture. cast yeah <laughs> so um well i guess that's a good place to stop it that's the fucking shit show i hope you guys enjoyed it type you got any, any announcements or anything uh no go we did, yeah, we just had Cole on and Carr on and who Adam Nutter on. So, yeah, me and Luke like doing the guests, but think we're going to keep having guests on. But tell us what you guys think, I guess. Let us know if you yeah. like it, just me and Luke or guests. And we'll invite any. You tell us, hey, my uncle wants to come on. I'll invite him on. Yeah, yeah I'll I don't give a fuck. <laughs> as long as he talks. <laughs> yeah like don't don't send me somebody that's going to be awkward about it just like yeah send me somebody that'll talk i'll talk to your like grandpa vietnam veteran and i want to talk to him about like you know his first kill like (laughs) just something wild (laughs) yeah exactly so you guys let us know what you want to hear and we'll fucking do it we ain't got nothing better to do so uh that's the fucking shit show i hope you got enjoyed it we out